0: It
1: again. Yeah, yeah. From the NHR and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca live on ESPN 1063.
2: I don't often like to think about what um what my career's like when I'm when I'm done with this, right? When I'm done with radio, when I'm done with TV, done with sports broadcasting in general. I figure I'm probably going to be in my like late 60s early 70s. I I feel like I'm a guy that likes working, so it's going to be a a while until I really hang it up. So I got about three more decades of this. I get to watch three more decades of elite, transcendent talent go through. I'm going to see all of Victor Wimbanyama's career. Heck, I might cover Victor Wimbanyama's kid.
3: You're going to see all of Anthony Richardson's career in the XFL. (laughs)
2: That's a good one. That was good. You like that? I I loved it. That was great. It's not happening, but... And you suck for that take, but yeah, that was great.
3: The Seattle Dragons starting quarterback. <laughs> we'll see him in 2030.
2: That's also disrespectful to the XFL players out there that are hustling, <laughs> trying to get a paycheck, and you're belittling them, trying to say Anthony Richardson is going to go there. How do you feel about that,
3: though? I don't necessarily feel too bad. Yeah. I mean, that Seattle Dragons <laughs> roster is stacked. You got Josh Gordon. Oh. I think Antonio Brown's eventually going to make his way over there, and then they'll have a quarterback, Anthony Richardson.
2: Yeah. A little,
3: a little zone read, a little RPO action. I'm excited
2: for. Too bad Southern Illinois didn't have a better quarterback. Hey, hey, hey. maybe they could have won a couple more uh, playoff games. Hey, Let's Stone Labanda with some Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox 29. It's a big teddy takeover here on Ken Lavek alive and and again we're we're only jostling at each other because we're still we're still feeling the hurt, man. Look, we, we ride and die with these heat. We ride and die with these heat, and and we we died with them last night, Stone. You're a guy that, that understands how things shake. What you got shaking over
3: there? Listen, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain like Jimmy Butler and need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians in leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit Health.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting Health.net slash orthocare. Do they have anything for heart pain? I don't know.
2: My heart hurts. I don't know. We, it can, need to we, know. Can,
3: we can bring in Dr. Ross. Yeah, but, but I don't necessarily
2: know. Well, we'll have to find out. I'll dial them up and see what's good. It's Kielavik alive. Following the Miami Heat loss, and if you look at it, I mean, they were the second ever eight seed to make the NBA Finals. They were an underdog in every single playoff series, and they actually won a game in the NBA Finals. They they won a game against the Denver Nuggets, something that the Los Angeles Lakers failed to do in the Western Conference Finals. The Heat season was still a success, but that doesn't make the way that it ended any more. Less hurtful. I mean, like, I, I just still feel that pain. But Jimmy Butler did do some damage to his legacy with what he did on the court last night in game five, but he might have done more damage to his perception, to the way that people perceive him as a superstar, as a leader, and as one of the next people that are carrying the game of basketball right now. He's one of the, he's not a face of the league, but he's one of. The guys, you know, like he's a well-known figure. Like It would say that he's almost a household name at this point, Stone.
3: Yeah, I think he's who everybody who feels as if they're an underdog latches onto in this yeah. league.
2: Yeah, like Jimmy Butler is a thing. So as a basketball fan or as a former athlete or as anybody that watches this and praises it, you would hope that he also appreciates the moments, the accolades, and the things that come with being Jimmy Butler, with being a six-eight forward for a team that is in the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler had an interview. Um, was it with uh Adam Lefko on on uh NBA TV? It was not Adam Lefko. I'm actually not
3: with? sure who it was, okay, but I've it,
2: never seen his face before. This this is he had an interview on NBA TV ahead of game five of the NBA Finals where he was asked about the basketball hall of fame, the Naismith Hall of Fame. And Jimmy Butler, well, just take a listen for yourself because this has a lot of people um rubbed the wrong way including myself and it makes me feel a little bit different about how he plays this too cool for school thing here's Jimmy Butler on potentially going into the Hall of Fame
0: your good friend Dwayne Wade's going into the Hall of Fame in a couple months have you allowed yourself to think what it would ever mean to you to be elected into the basketball Hall of Fame yes I have and what do you think don't care you don't care whether you're a Hall of Famer no I don't do you think your resume still don't care honestly speaking could care less if we're being brutally honest uh, If I was selected to the Hall of Fame I'm not going You're not going to accept it? No, 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 I'm not going Like It's like the festivities and all right. of that I just want to like I just want to like Go put my feet in the sand somewhere That's it. You wouldn't accept that honor? The greatest what? honor in basketball? Uh, It's an individual thing You know, I'm not for the individual uh, uh. Type stuff, I'm really not uh, I'm like a team guy even really? after it's all said and done, and you've done no, it? I don't want to go. I don't. I'm not worried about the Hall of Fame. So I promise you, it's an honor. It is, but yeah, if, I could care less. Interesting. Stone, you do,
2: first off, do you believe Jimmy Butler? Do you believe that if he's inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, that he will turn a, turn down the invitation and not go because he would rather have? And again, this is a guy that lives in South Florida, lives in Miami, plays for the Heat, minutes away from the beach at any moment. He'd rather have his feet in the sand. Do I believe him? No.
3: Do I think that he went into this interview kind of preparing for this question and knew what he was going to say in regards to, I'm more of a team guy than an individual guy? Yes, I think he went into that knowing that. I I think five, six, seven seconds in, he realized, okay, I might sound like an idiot. But he doubled and tripled down on the take. It definitely makes me feel a little uncomfortable. We've seen the backlash on social media already, and I think I know how you feel. But do I I, I
2: think he meant it? I, I think my, my, my one-word answer is no. It's just, he's tr- he's playing the too-cool-for-school card. He's playing the, oh, I'm all about team, none about me card. Um, oh, by the way, same guy who's wearing the big-face coffee shirt in the post-game press conferences at the uh, NBA Finals podium. Um, and also, you know, went and trademarked that and is starting that business up right now. But it's all about the team and it's all about basketball. It's all about basketball and the team. Even though when, even when you were in the bubble, you started that business for Big Face Coffee. and And then also you post all the Instagram stuff after every game and all that. But it is all about the team. None about you and none about literally the highest honor you can earn from playing the game of basketball. Of course you want a championship. Of course you want team success. You think Bill Russell turned down the Hall of Fame didn't want to go to the invitation or or to the induction because of, oh, it's all about the team. That was the most team-centric dude in the history of the game.
3: And I think the most or the least self-centered guy that we've ever seen in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also, you know, ate that kind of stuff up and understands the
2: severity of it and how much it means to a lot of people. It's disrespectful for Jimmy Butler to say that about the Hall of Fame. I get what he was trying to do. It's a guy in the midst of a final run, a finals run. He was trying to be play up this persona of "Oh, I don't care about that. I'm too cool for that." I get what he was trying to do. He was leaning in on it, but it was honestly corny. It was corny. It felt phony. And to me, as a person, as a fan of the Miami Heat and a fan of everything Jimmy Butler typically does, it just again. The perception of Jimmy Butler now, the way that I, that you look at him, especially after the way he folded last night, what he said about the Hall of Fame there, and now it almost is also hard to ride with his waves of confidence because it, it comes with no change in style of play. Like, I could at least see if he put up 30 shots last night and he really left it all on the line and he made the right decisions, but the ball didn't go in. Then I can say, you know what? Jimmy Butler told me after game four that he refused to lose and things were going to change and that they were going to go in and win and bring it back to the 305. And he tried to do that, and he lost. But no, Jimmy Butler put up the same kind of performance as every single game this series, and it wasn't enough. A lot about what Jimmy Butler has done in the past week, week and a half, has been damaging to his legacy in the way that myself, other Heat fans, and even the national perspective perceives him.
3: Yeah, and I think that if he's trying to take a page out of some of the OGs' book, like a Dennis Rodman, who who never really wanted to be in front of the camera, I mean, never really even wanted to be a practice. Yeah, and a, a Kareem, like you mentioned, a Bill Russell, who tried to stay out of the limelight the best he could. He's trying to take a page out of their books, but that's just not how today works. Like in today's day and age, like everything's going to be on social media. Like that piece right there was on ESPN. It was played on NBA TV. Everywhere you could possibly see something or an interview were in, involving Jimmy Butler. Like, you saw it. So, I Corny's a good way to put it because you knew people were going to see this, and I think that he wanted to push the narrative that he's a guy who doesn't necessarily care about the accolades and stuff. Yeah. But it's the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. like, they're celebrating you because you were a team guy. It's not an individual award. It's
2: really not. an. And if you ask any Hall of Fame inductee, they would tell you they didn't get there without their team, without their coaches, without their trainers, without all of the staff, their family, their friends. It's a moment for you to go up there and thank, literally right. thank everybody that helped you get there, but you're so cool. You want to put your feet in the sand.
3: You can downplay it it's annoying. at the podium. Yeah. Like you had just mentioned. You can get up there and talk about how you didn't get yourself here. The teammates that you played with in the league got you here. Yeah. And I think people would respect the hell out of that, and that's what they're looking for from you, so it wouldn't be
2: corny. Think about this, too, Stone. What opportunity does Duncan Robinson have to hear his name spoken about in a Hall of Fame speech? What other opportunity does Gabe Benson have? Does, I mean, think about some of these guys on this roster that he rode with, Max Struess. These guys have an opportunity because Jimmy Butler will likely be inducted in the Hall of Fame. I actually got a stat right here for you that I, I can't wait to pull out and see what you think, see what you think about this. But Jimmy Butler will likely be in the Hall of Fame one day. And I do hope that he does take that moment to go to the podium and thank all of those that helped him get there. And that's your opportunity to make it about everybody else. But doing that in the interview, that, I mean, and I'm getting. I think he'll look back on it and probably be like, "All right, yeah, I, di- I did a little too much there, but it was a little annoying." You want to hear Shannon Sharp's take on this? So Shannon Sharp, who announced today was his last day on Undisputed, he had a nice emotional goodbye and send off. We're not going to go through all of that, but we will play his reaction to Jimmy Butler. And again, Shannon Sharp is a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Shannon Sharp has has had the gold jacket since I don't even know when he got inducted. The dude really retired. You know, when I was a kid, but. Shannon Sharp is, is a dude. He knows what it's like to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, and he was totally disgusted by what he heard from Jimmy Butler. Take a listen. Do
0: you have a problem with what Jimmy Butler said? I hate everything you said. I, I have a big problem with it. Skip, mm. I get it, you're in the middle of the NBA Finals. You can say, I'm really not thinking about the Hall of Fame right now. The most important thing with me is to find a way to win one game in Denver to try to get it back to Miami. But to be this openly and blatantly disrespectful of what we call heaven. yeah, is sports heaven. Skip, give me just a second. I'm wanting Skip. I remember when I got the call that I made it to the Hall of Fame. I picked up the phone and called my grandmother. She was on a. She was. She was dying. She would die a couple of months later. I said, "Great, I made it to the Hall of Fame." She said, "Baby, what's that?" I said, "That's where all the really good, great football players go when they retire." She said, "Oh, baby, that's so good. I sure hope I'm around to see it." Mm. The hall of fame in any particular sport is foot is football heaven in football it's basketball heaven in basketball it's baseball heaven in cooperstown that's the heaven that's the ultimate validation jimmy butler it's not like hockey the great gretzky he retired and put him in the hall of fame right away in other sports you've got to wait five years so you mean to tell me in five years you can't find bali the maldives wherever you want to go <laughs> and put your toes in the sand. You got time right use now. Use that to my. I don't like the festivities. Skipper, did you know Jimmy Butler has been to six All-Star games? Mm. How many times did he turn them down? Mm. Did he take his teammates? No. See, that sounds good. See, this is what turned people off about athletes mm. because the arrogance and the pompousness of this joker Yeah. to have the nerve to say you should fall on your knees and thank God mm. that 50, 60 million women said you know what? Jimmy Butler is worthy of basketball
2: heaven. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. What Shannon said. Right on the money. Nothing else even has to be said about it. Because, again, that's a guy who has done it. He's walked that walk. And I think Jimmy Butler will reflect on this. People don't. People like Jimmy Butler, I mean, stubborn in their ways, rightfully so. Very confident, man. I think when he does look back on this 10 years maybe from now, he'll probably be like, yeah, that was a little silly.
3: Yeah, and I think to Shannon's point about you have plenty of other times to be in the Maldives or or Bali or oh, hey dude. in Ocean Boulevard in, in South Beach. And I think that in a sense, when that time does come around and he is inducted and it's time for those quote unquote festivities, going to Bali to put your feet in the sand would like take effort to to not go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, it'd be newsworthy. You know, you don't want to be in the headlines and stuff, but you skipping out on the Hall of Fame ceremony would be more headline That'd be more news. Distracting, it, yeah. it would be more distracting so it's not up jimmy's alley hence why i don't think he actually meant it i think he just wanted to push this team first kind of persona which she lives by like we yeah. know that and i don't think he has to hide that from any of us but shannon hit the nail on the head and i do love the analogy basketball football hockey baseball heaven i mean it truly is like this is what you aspire to do when you're a child so for jimmy to play it off it's disrespectful to a lot of people
2: it's disrespectful especially to hall of famers uh are you familiar, Stone Labanowitz, with the Basketball Reference Hall of Fame probability numbers? Uh, that I'm not. So on BasketballReference.com, you go to anybody's page, you know, Bam Adebayo, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Active Players, Jamal Murray. You click on their Basketball Reference page. You scroll down to the bottom. You can find a Hall of Fame percentage. They take all of your career accolades, your stats, your playoff performances, all of that. They bottle it up somehow into some analytical number, and it spits out a percentage chance of how likely it is that you will make the Hall of Fame. So, for a guy like LeBron James, that number is obviously 1,000%. It's 100%, yeah, he's in. Anthony Davis is at 98%. Giannis Antetokounmpo is at 94%. Paul George, 93%, and so on. Jimmy Butler, I'll say it like this. In the NBA Finals, this year's NBA Finals, there are four players that are in the top 125. The top 125 of Hall of Fame percentage on pro basketball reference. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is one of them. Would you be able to rank? And let's put, do you have any trivia music, any uh, Jeopardy music, any kind of like, just I need to play this up a little bit. Because I want to give you the opportunity to rank these four players that just played in last night's NBA Finals game. And we'll see how close you get to the order of their pro basketball reference Hall of Fame probability numbers. Ready to rock? I am ready to rock. Okay. You didn't play any of music.
3: It's going to come. So how much
2: you? <laughs> you like? You gave me the like. Okay, here it is, and I'm like, no music is playing. There it goes. All right. So we can start. You want to start at the bottom or start at the top? Again, four players that played in last night's NBA Finals game. I'll start at the top. All right. So number one, the highest probability to make the Hall of Fame. Who you got? That'd be the uh,
3: Serbian monster, Nikola Jokic, with the highest percentage. Who's number two? Or in this case, the three spot, right? I'm going top down from
2: four. Okay, okay. Well, maybe we're we're doing this wrong. Who's the one with the highest probability to make the Hall of Fame? Nikola Jokic. Okay, so who's number two? Why would you go straight to three after that?
3: (laughs) It almost seems like a trick... Question:
2: Who's the second most likely to make the Hall of Fame Are uh, the players that played in the in the game last night?
3: I don't want to say Jamal Murray. I don't. I truly don't. Well, then don't
2: do it. Eudonis Haslam. <laughs> no, not Evan Cohen's Hall of Fame. The basketball Hall of
3: Fame. You, you, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. What are we doing? What yeah, we
2: he's doing? not. <laughs> oh, I love that. Actor. Who else you got? <laughs> well, and he I, didn't play last
3: night. I thought I hit the I thought I hit the nail on the head. You're an idiot. All right, let's just go. Jamal Murray. (laughs) You're doing terrible at this, by the way. It's not easy, to be honest with you. And what, I have two more? Yes, you got two more. trying to think of somebody on that. Players
2: last night. Somebody on that heat team. Think about players last night that maybe have championship rings. That helps. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's Kevin Love or if it's Kyle Lowry. I'll go Kevin Love. Okay, so you got Kevin Love third. And who's fourth? Jimmy Butler. Okay, you did you did terribly. You at least got Jimmy Butler's spot right. You got Jimmy Butler's spot. That was terrible, so I expected way better for you. Cut the music. Cut the music. That was yeah, that I was set up. You
3: were set up? I was set
2: up. It was a it was I didn't okay. understand I thought I was going from 4-3-2-1. Either way, you said Jokic first. If you were going 4-3-2-1, you thought Jokic
3: had the least chance of no, a No, I four? thought Jokic had the highest chance, and then you go down to the number one spot from, from top to bottom is what I thought <laughs> we were doing. So apologies, I'm not a math guy. but I, So Jimmy Butler's last place, that's what I That's what I figured was the trick part okay. about all this.
2: Okay, yes. Jimmy Butler's last. So Jimmy Butler has a 72. This, this went terribly, people. This went terribly. Jimmy Butler has a 72% chance, according to ProBasketballReference.com. Wow. A 72% chance above him is kevin love at 73 he's literally the spot above jimmy butler at 73% chance Ooh. the spot above kevin love is nikola jokic with a 73% chance as well beating kevin love beaten by kevin love by like point i mean it's really close and then about 10 spots ahead of the three of them mr thickness himself wow Kyle Lowry, an 85% chance of making the Hall of Fame. Of course, that is uh, leading in with his championship. And I got to wonder, too, for Nikola Jokic, if this isn't updated last night with him having an NBA Finals championship and an MVP. I'm sure that that's going to boost him up a little bit if it hasn't already. I mean, he's a 95%er yeah, yeah. At, at this point. He's
3: a, he's a lock. You, you talk about a revolutionary guy. We yeah. talk all the time about changing the game, changing the sport. He's rewound the clock. To a certain point. Yeah, he's a 98 percenter. I mean, let's be real. But Kyle Lowry... Okay, so then I would ask, for basketball reference, if it's an accumulation of stats, which I I think it is, he's got, you know, more years and and more seasons on a guy like Jimmy Butler. So I think that's where the percentage comes into play, but it is still very surprising. It's surprising. I, I think you could have an argument. I think somebody... Would argue that Kyle Lowry's not a Hall of Famer. I
2: don't know. I, th- I think Kyle Lowry's a Hall of Famer. I don't know if his percentage should be higher than Jimmy Butler's. But what I do know is last night, technically, the Heat had three future Hall of Famers. And the Nuggets had one. Jamal Murray, I don't know where he's at on this list, but it's it's below guys like Blake Griffin, Klay Thompson, DeMar DeRozan. I mean, I'm still scrolling. I don't see him. And now we're in the twelve percent. Jamal makes Murray's not on sense. this list. It does. It, it makes some sense. Jamal Murray is not on this list. Let me see if I can find him right quick. And I'm also wondering. And we got to go to break. We're going to bring in a real Hall of Famer here and get his take in a second. And, and, and ESPN West Palms, are Good Calmer Brands president, Steve Pollard Sr., would ask, ask Steve's. Yeah, I'm not seeing Jamal Murray. I see Jason Tatum. Ooh, Celtics fans are going to love this. Jason Tatum, 0.06%. Well, okay. Well, there's. Get a, ready to learn Chinese, there, buddy. There's a,
3: <laughs> there's, there's a uh, computer flaw there.
2: No, it's not. He hasn't won anything yet. Steve Senior's next with Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick Live. We're about to have – actually, can we get Baptist Health – Baptist Health, actually, because of how great they are. And and Jimmy Butler, I think his percentage might be low because of how injured his ankle might be. And he might want to see our friends at Baptist Health Orthopedic.
3: And I think there's something to that. I I think the more that ankle – hinders him a little bit yeah. the, the more likely that he goes to baptist health <laughs> orthopedic care so people are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field baptist health orthopedic care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty visit BaptistHealth.net/OrthoCare slash to learn more today baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians in leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho care for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash
2: ortho. Ask Steve's
1: when we come back. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBeca Live on
2: ESPN 106.3. The heat is off, man. The heat is off. It's over with. The run is done. I'm I'm headed to uh, Martha's Vineyard tomorrow, a little quick vacation. At least I know Thursday night I can enjoy my time with my fiance and friends. I don't have to force her to to watch a Miami Heat game with me again and have to go through another third quarter where I'm, I'm begging Eric Spoelstra to take Cody Zeller out the game. She doesn't have to hear me Eric. Can't play Cody. Every single, every time I see Cody Zeller pop up on the screen, that's what I yell.
3: Yeah, and she wakes up to go to the bathroom at two, three in the morning, and she looks over, and you're murmuring, "Cody,
2: Cody, <laughs> can't play Cody, Cody, Cody Zeller, Cody Zeller. He's a seller." <laughs> Cody freaking Zeller. You know how much how much did the Heat lose by last night? 94. Let's go five points. 89. He lost by five points. Cody Zeller played one minute yep. in the beginning of the fourth quarter last night. How much did the Heat lose by? Five points. What was his minus? Minus five. Hmm, I wonder where the Heat lost the game, Eric poster. It's a winning mentality all time. It's a winning move. The right play at any point when you go with EDS. EDS is yes. I hear it from... Ken Lavica all the time. And let me just go back to my messages. It was May 10th. I was in a bind. My air conditioning wasn't working. It had broken on me. It was getting hot. My fiance was at home. She was crying on the phone to me like, Theo, save me. I'm like, I can't do nothing with that. I'm going to go up in the attic. I'm not I'm not one of those guys. This thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, what is it? New generation, Gen Z, millennial. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial dude. I don't know how to do all of that technical stuff. So I hit up Ken and Ken put me in touch with EDS. And that's when I got a, an emergency technician and Randy who pulled up to the crib. He got things working for me. He, he told me the exact diagnosis. He fixed it. My AC would, got back working that night. My house went from 86 degrees back to a nice, cool 73. And on top of that, on top of that, Randy got me signed up for a program so that i would be locked in with EDS, the gold program, and they keep coming back twice a year to do check-ins and make sure... We don't have that again. EDS air conditioning. Don't get stuck because you ignored your aging air conditioning. It's hot in South Florida. EDS has been doing this since 2006. They're a family-owned and operated company, a trained comfort specialist, and it is hard to stop a train. It ain't getting no cooler out here. It is June. July going to be hot. Let me let me let you in on the clue, too. August hot, too. September hot out here. Make sure your AC is ready. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Call 561-316-8799 or go to edsairconditioning.com. We're back on vacation here on Ken Lavica Alive. It's a Big Teddy Takeover. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. My inbox and my Instagram uh, DMs are flooded with trolls, people who hate on me, my friends, my family, uh, Denver Nuggets fans, Celtics fans. All of that because my team is losing, or my team lost in the NBA Finals, but at least my team made it, and I can feel comfort in saying that much. Jimmy Butler is likely going to make the Hall of Fame, and when he does, as we heard earlier, he's kind of over it already. He wants to have his feet in the sand. Um, And with that being said, I think Stone... At a certain point, we got to stop this whole "too cool for school" moment. Like even Nikola Jokic, do we have the sound of Nikola Jokic last night after he wins the NBA Finals? Something he's worked his whole life for brings a championship to Denver. At the podium, all he could think about is is getting home. Here he is at the podium when asked about the
4: championship parade. And if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver, Venice Parade, Venice yes, Parade, yes, Thursday.
0: No, I need to go home.
2: Okay. Uh. He's exasperated. The dude doesn't want to celebrate a championship, or at least he's posing as if he's not going to enjoy it. Which I kind of, I'm starting to believe he actually will not enjoy the championship parade on Thursday. No, he will. To an extent. To an extent, he just. He's taking it. He doesn't want to
3: stay in town till Thursday. He, he, he wants to go to the homeland right now. He said, Thursday, oh, no. And then what you oh, can't no see. Oh, no is crazy. What you can't see because you were listening on the radio is he puts his face in his hands yes. when he says, oh, no. And at the very end, he starts rubbing his eyes like, oh, no. Two more days. <laughs> I got to wait two days for this?
2: It actually is funny. Now, Jokic is a blah personality, right? Like, And he does it on purpose. He's just very, uh, just very meh. But that was actually kind of funny. That was actually kind of. I'll give it to him. That was it. Just because he, it seemed genuine. He was actually like, "Dude, I, I don't want to be here in Denver." Yeah, and I, and I, and I think because it was so genuine, like we can get behind it. He is an
3: international guy. Like he wants to go back home to Serbia and see his family, his friends, the people he grew up with. Like that makes a lot of sense. Like it's no different than somebody wanting to take that trip, you know, from Florida to California. No matter where you go home, it's the same thing. You want to go you stay home until Thursday. But I think what happened after the game. I don't know who it was asking him. Was it yeah. was it it wasn't was it Doris Salters? Burke? It was it was Lisa Salters. Yeah, Lisa Salters, yeah. So we want to get a hold of that let's, one let's, and listen to that let's, one because let's listen to this that one. one's crazy.
2: So this is now again, at least at the podium he had some cool down time. This is moments after the final buzzer. The Nuggets win, ninety-four, eighty-nine. Jokic becomes finals MVP, and you think you get some jubilation. Remember, Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. All of that, right, right. Uh LeBron
0: James. Cleveland, this is for you.
2: Also, just great impersonations on my behalf. I'm doing great at this. Well, here's Nikola Jokic coming off the court um, from the ABC broadcast last night.
4: And now you are an NBA champion, Nikola. How does that feel?
0: It's good. It's good. If the job is done. You can go home now.
4: <laughs> Congratulations.
2: That dude is sick, man. Stone. How are we supposed to get behind this dude? He's supposed to be the new face of the league, the king, the new crown. The, the throne is there, and Jokic, we're trying to put him in the throne, but he doesn't want to sit on the throne. He wants to sit on a saddle on a horse somewhere in Serbia.
3: <laughs> Listen, the only thing that I, I think is hard to wrap my head around is the fact that the entire city of Denver, the streets of Denver, were flooded with people. Yeah. Fireworks, there were like 15,000 people outside the stadium, like going absolute bananas. Like what he's done to the, you know, I, I'm being like, Almost joking in a sense, but what he's done for the, the Denver economy, what he's done for the community. Like that's their first championship ever. Ever. Ever for the Denver Nuggets. And you give the people it's good. It's good. It feels good. Ready to good. go home. Like I, I, the job is done. But, you know, in the 21st century, like, you know, oftentimes we forget, like, these guys are going to battle. I mean, this guy's been at war for gotten how long? Like, yeah. and the job's done. He finally is able to rest. He gives so much Much. He leaves everything out there. He empties that tank. He gives you triple-double after triple-double after triple-double. He facilitates. He knocks down shots. Every bit of his game is crispy to this point. So I can get behind that from that warrior mentality that the job is done. We can go home, like fly the troops back in in, in a sense. I, I can get behind that. But still, you got to get the peeps a little more because it's good ain't going to cut it, Nicole.
2: It's not. <laughs> These fans literally roared at the top of their lungs. They, they, they roared until they probably lost their voice um, out at Ball Arena last night, cheering on the Nuggets, cheering on Jokic and Murray and the gang as they crossed that finish line. They did it for the fans. They did reward all of the Denver Nuggets fans. But also Nikola Jokic, you could you could give him a little bit more than that off the off the uh, off the back end of it. But I am ha- the one thing about it, Stone. It, it could there's worse teams for your team to lose to in the in the NBA Finals. It never feels good to lose any championship round um, in any sport. But like the Nuggets don't feel like their fan base really deserved it. Nikola Jokic is a superstar in this league, and he had to get himself one so that it can validate what he does in the regular season. So I at least appreciate that end of it. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Also, Jimmy Butler, Hall of Fame stuff. We're about to pick this apart because right now we're bringing on a Palm Beach County Hall of Famer, a person who is then a person who knows uh, so much that maybe sometimes he don't even know what to do with it, and that's the president of Good Karma Brands in Steve For now, we have Ask Steves.
1: Steve pollett Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steves, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail.
2: Now while I was at Pasea uh, Center for Game Four, watching the game up at Press Row in the nosebleeds, um, it felt like we were a mile high up as we watched the Nuggets and the Heat. Steve Policino was like right off of uh, right off the court, kicking it um, behind Conor McGregor. What other celebrities were you around there, Steve, in Game Four?
4: Well, uh, I think it's you.
1: Oh, and I think mm. be
4: careful on how you set this up because if I recall, you were. You were in an area that I was not even allowed to go to for a picture. <laughs> I tried to climb over a seat to get a picture with you, and I was abruptly um, halted by security and, and said, like, "Yeah, I can't get close to celebs like you." So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you, Connor, Mike McDaniel, Lil Wayne, you know, a whole bunch a whole bunch. O'dell.: of Odell..: rappers. Odell. Yeah, like you, all those guys. And
2: that's the thing. The security guard, and I was trying to tell the security guard, I'm like, look, he's cool. That's my boss. Like, that's my guy. We're teammates. We're teammates. And, you know, me and OBJ are over here, and he's just trying to protect me and OBJ. So I do appreciate that security guard. You keep doing your job well. And, Steve, you just uh, you tr- try to stay away from um, jumping over cheers and NBA Finals games and maybe get us keep us all out of trouble. Uh, Steve? I'm glad to have you on right now because I'm trying to deal with the fact that Jimmy Butler, again, you're a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. The Basketball Hall of Fame, a little loftier than that, but still a Hall of Fame in itself. Did you catch Jimmy Butler's comments about him not even wanting to show up if he was inducted in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame?
4: Yeah, it seems weird. It's very uncharacterized. I like to look for always read between the lines with Jimmy because I think he's so great. You know, maybe competitiveness, maybe emotion. You know, who knows? I was more thinking about the last minute. You know, it actually reminds me uh-huh. of Michael Jordan when he's had those days where he just missed the shots. You know, we think about all the great shots, but, you know, there's a commercial about how many game winners he missed. The last minute of Jimmy of the game when he looked like he traveled, probably thought he traveled, which is why he threw it away because he couldn't believe the whistle didn't blow. And then the rush three. At the end of the game, which, you know, was, it was over. It was over then at that point. And it didn't, it didn't really need to be. It was still a really, still, a, we're still within striking distance. One possession when he chucked that three. I, uh, just yeah, disappointing ending. But still, we're talking about the heat in the NBA finals. We, we have every right to not even be mentioning the word heat for the last six weeks. Like just this, this run, this last yeah. two has been incredible, been a blessing. So I think it's just, I think in the moment we're sad, but if you told me in early April, you mean you told me when the Heat lost the first playing game, that we'd be playing into you know, d- you know, deep into June, I, uh, I'd have taken it.
2: So we're gonna kick off Ask Steve's um, with Pat in Miami. Patrick in Miami has a question for you, Steve, and he's asking, Hey, Steve. You're a guy that knows so well about managing teams and making them better. I have a, a, a squad, an organization, a company that outperformed its expectation, and I need to know how I can improve on that into the upcoming year. His team, I mean, there's guys out there like Damian Lillard that can help. Oh, did I, did I go that far? There's guys out there that might be able to improve uh, this guy's team. What can a guy like, again, a Pat Riley do to make this Heat roster better and more fortified so they can get through teams like the Denver Nuggets, Steve?
4: That, that's the beauty about, about the Heat. It's not like, oh, we got everyone to play up to their potential, so now we know this is what we can be next year. It's, yo, getting to the finals is great. Winning is better. What do we have to do to be more prepared to beat the best team? And, yes, obviously, you know, they need somebody to hang with Jamal Murray. They have to have somebody that can run up and down. With Jamal Murray, Lillard does not look long in the tooth. It's just about what assets would you have to give up to get him. I mean, you, you know, you're not giving up Butler and Bam. Yeah. Would you give up? You know, Tyler Hero. Everyone knows the, re- the rest. Of- yeah, Tyler Hero trade right tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> you, you saw you saw how much the Heat thing of Tyler Hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kept pushing back when he's available. So he he he. I just don't know that he has maximum trade value right now because right now. If you're an NBA team and I know Tyler Hero's got a lot of, you know, great skills and um you know, I feel like he's become a little bit of the punching bag and I might be adding to it here, but if you're a team and you say, Hmm, I don't get it. The Heat were middling most of the year, what changed that that run to the finals? What was the only big difference? The difference is Tyler Hero wasn't part of the rotation.
2: That's real. That's real. I have
4: mean, to make it a little harder to trade him.
2: One last question about these heats, Steve. You were so close to the action, Jimmy Butler can practically sweat on you during Game 4 at Kaseya Center. Did he look hurt to you? Is that ankle still bothering him, or are we overplaying that injury?
4: I, I mean, it's one thing to hate, say, a nagging injury, but then they're talking surgery. It's possible because, you know, these guys are warriors, man. They get shot up with all kinds of painkillers, tape, ice, you know, uh, ointments. It's very possible. I didn't see it, but it is very possible. And I think we all know that he was going to do two things. One, he would do anything to get back out there. And two, he would not want to wince. He would not want to give Mm. his opponent any kind of perceived edge. So I could see that. I would not be surprised if Jimmy Butler had something significant, that he did everything he could to make sure he fought through and did not give off a vibe that he was hurting.
2: He battled through the end. Um, Steve, I know that if anybody watched it at home, it, it, was, it was hard to take. But watching it at a Duffy Sports Grill, if you did, at least you could have enjoyed some two-for-one drinks, right, to get through it?
4: Oh, what a great point because when you're watching the game at Duffy's, life's just that much better because whether it was the Heat, whether it's the Panthers, all you need is that MVP card and, you can start, and, and the benefits start flowing. In fact, Father's Day weekend's coming up. That's right. A Dad's day special. Treat him what he really wants. Some barbecue. Maybe one of the best burgers. Maybe one of the best award-winning uh, wings. And Dad's first pint is free. Mm. Visit duffysmvp.com for details. Duffy's game is always on. Plus 80 TVs, by the way. Shouldn't. Per Duffy's. Not at all. There are some <laughs> games that you can add up all of them. That's 80 per Duffy's. How many TVs? 80 TVs is?
2: That's a lot of TVs, Steve.
4: It it (laughs) means they have them in the bathroom. Yeah. I won't go beyond that.
2: They're everywhere. Steve, you're everywhere. We appreciate you. Like
4: you, Theo. Like you, Theo, man. I'm trying to be everywhere, too. I'm trying to be great watching you outside the Panthers, everywhere.
2: That's what we're trying to do, man. We got to bring the people to coverage, man. Final Four, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup. I got to cover it all this year. South Florida has been on a run, and we've been loving it. Appreciate your time, Steve.
4: You too.
2: Peace out. That was Steve Pollard, Senior, President of Good Karma Brands, with Ask Steve's Weekly here on Ken Live. We come back. One last word on our Miami Heat. I'm Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. We're live on ESPN
1: 106.3. Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
2: We're on to vacation, on to the offseason for the Miami Heat. It feels it feels good to know that your team played in the very last game of the NBA season. It doesn't feel good being on the other end of it and watching your superstar, the guy that you herald as playoff Jimmy, um, just falling short in the major moments. Like, missing a shot is one thing. Missing a free throw even is one thing. I mean two careless mistakes, one terrible shot. It just looks bad. It's a blemish. We'll see how how he recovers, how the Miami Heat recover and also Stone Labanowicz. There's got to be a move. Like who are the untouchables on this Miami Heat roster when you're going after Dame Lillard this offseason?
3: Listen, I'm not going to lie. I don't give a damn what you're talking about right now. The Florida Panthers have life. Oh! They have life. What? And there's a game tonight. There is a game. There is a game tonight, and you've given in no love, and I'm here to give oh. all Florida Panthers from love. I've given
2: in no love, Stone. Have you not been on this show with me the whole time? <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, Chuck, my...
3: Matthew Kachuk is questionable. Okay. They're plus 150 on the money line. It's a little scary, but, hey, you're, you're, all this gloom and doom on right. vacation, uh. vacation can wait.
2: It can wait one more day. It's one time to hunt. One more
3: day. It's time.
2: <laughs> it's time to hunt. <laughs> Let's hunt. Hey, who we got? We got Sergey Bobrovsky. That's right. In the net. Uh-huh. Who else? We also have my guy who hit the game winner, right? You know who I'm talking about. No.
3: Put your phone you down. You know who I'm talking Put about. Put your phone down. He hit
2: the game winner. Yes, he did. It starts with a C. Yeah. And okay. Caleb. It, it, car. Caleb.
3: Carter. Carter. Carterver. Carter Verhage. Boom. That's Boom. Carter
2: Hagee is going off tonight. You heard it here first. That's Stone Labanowicz. I'm Theo Dorsey. It's been Ken Alive on ESPN 106.3.